With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We know the bond between mother and child is strong, but when does that bonding begin? And how can we strengthen that bond as much as possible, even if your pregnancy was unplanned? Today, we're exploring that relationship with Tracy Wilson-Peters. She's the co-author of the book, The Greatest Pregnancy Ever, Keys to Mother-Baby Bond. And this is Preggy Pals, Episode 11. Um, is that a plus sign? Pink or blue? Hospital or home birth? What type of food should I be eating? I think I just peed myself. I'm pregnant. And I have to exercise? What, Pregnancy Glow? Wait, was that a contraction? (laughs) Gotta make these pants fit! I've got cankles! What do you mean there's more than one? You've got the symptoms, and now you've got the support you need for a happy nine months. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. Welcome to Preggy Pals, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. I'm your host, Sunny Galt. Thanks so much for listening. Preggy Pals is all about empowering women to pursue their own individual childbirth choices. We would love for you to get involved and become part of our show. Simply visit our website, preggypals.com, for more information. If you have a pregnancy-related question, you can ask our experts. Call the Preggy Pals hotline at 619-866-4775 and leave a message, and we'll have one of our experts answer answer your question in an upcoming episode. All right, let's introduce the panelists here in the studio. We have someone brand new, and that is Stephanie. So Stephanie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, my name is Stephanie Sofeld. I'm 29, and I'm a gemologist. I'm due January 9th. Uh, gender is still unknown. It's our first baby, and we are having a hospital birth. And I just love what you do for a living. We were talking about that a little bit before the show. Just looking at diamonds all day long. It's yeah, so it's glamorous. Really fun. They're, they're a woman's best friend, right? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, and then we have Christine. Now, Christine has been on our sister show, The Boob Group. Um, but, Christine, tell us, for our listeners, a little bit more about yourself. Sure, sure, Sunny. Well, I'm Christine Stuart Fitzgerald. I'm 40. Woohoo. <laughs> right now, I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I'm expecting um, a singleton um, in October of 2012. Um, and we don't know yet, surprisingly. We did our little anatomy scan and yeah. couldn't tell. I would like to know. Really? Okay, <laughs> yeah. so what, how many weeks did you do that? We did it at 20, so okay. I'm hoping in the next few weeks we'll we'll find out. Fingers crossed. So <laughs> was it just the baby was kind of acting goofy, just not in the right position, or what was the deal? Well, uh, I have to say, if it's a girl, her legs were crossed. Oh, she's being quite she's, discreet. Yeah, she's very modest, right? <laughs> very much so, yes. <laughs> yep. Oh. So, and if, if it is a girl, we'll say it'll make number three. I've got twin girls at home oh, who are now goodness. two and a half. And um, so this time around, um, we are hoping to do a home birth. So Really? Yes. I love that. That's fantastic. And you're hoping for a boy? It would be nice. It would be nice. Yes. It would kind of <laughs> even the playing field a little bit probably in your house, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Okay, we'll be right back. Sound familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, 
I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. Okay, here's a look at what's making headlines around the internet. And we have an article here, which we'll also post to our Preggy Pals Pinterest board if you guys want to check it out. It says, this is from actually Yahoo News. It says, fertility drugs linked to breast cancer hinges on pregnancy, according to a recent study. Now... I don't know if you guys have taken fertility drugs in the past. Me personally, I actually had to do this with my first child. What they're saying is that these fertility drugs, if you get pregnant using these fertility drugs, there's a possible increase in getting cancer. Apparently, if you don't get pregnant, which is the whole idea, you want to get pregnant. If you don't get pregnant, it actually can help you in other ways medically. But if you get pregnant, it could be linked to um, other types of cancer. So my question to you guys is, if you knew, you know, we hear all these studies out there, whether it has anything to do with pregnancy or not, we hear these studies about if you eat this, you know, you could get cancer. If you don't eat this, you could get cancer. Drink wine. Don't drink wine. All this kind of stuff. So this is, I feel like this is another one of those articles that comes out. So if you knew, if you were in a position where you had to do some sort of fertility and you knew that in getting pregnant, it could lead to an increased risk of getting some sort of cancer. And in this article talks about breast cancer. Would you still do it? Christine, what do you think? That's a real, real, real tough one. I mean, gosh, yeah. you know, I think there's so many different treatments, you know, I think of even, you know, beforehand birth control, kill, you know, pills and yeah. this and that. And I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think, um, thankfully, I didn't have to use um, any form of fertility treatment. But, um, you know, I think, gosh, I'm, I'm 40 now. And right. <laughs> so if so I you wanted to have more or something yeah. like that, that might be something that yeah. you would go for. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If I really, you know, said, hey, this, this is that window of opportunity. Got to do it. Yeah. Take the risk, maybe. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Stephanie? I don't think it would change my mind. It seems like everything causes cancer. And, you know, that's so, kind of how I feel, too. I'm yeah, just like, seriously, it's, guys. It's a risk that I'd be else? willing to take. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At what point, I mean, if if more studies came out and there was a higher percentage, or what point would this have to get before you really did consider, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that? Or is it just, you know, if I want a baby, I want a baby, and if that leads to cancer... Oh, well. Yeah, exactly. Really? That's, is that that's how, how I feel. Yeah. 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 I mean, unless they said you will, you're guaranteed to get this cancer. <laughs> right. Like, you know, I might right. think about it. Right. 100% Have the mastectomy right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. We can adopt. We'll yeah. do something else. Yeah. Right. All right. Thanks. Lady. Let somebody else get it. <laughs> Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. 
Even before you get pregnant, you hear about the incredible bond a mother has with her child, even prior to birth. So, how exactly is this bond created, and does it happen for all women? Today, Tracy Wilson Peters is joining us via phone. She is the CEO of Kappa. It's the largest childbirth organization in the world. She's also the co-author of the book "The Greatest Pregnancy Ever: Keys to Mother-Baby Bond." So, Tracy, welcome to Preggy Pals. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be on Preggy Pals. Thank for you. Having me. Yes, absolutely. So, Tracy, are all mothers to be able to bond with their babies prior to giving birth? They are. This is wonderful news for every mother. Um, it's not something that's widely known. Uh, it's, it's actually just new science that's come out in the last 15 years, and it's really starting to get out now. Bonding prenatally is um, something that happens and something that is for every mother, not just a few. You know, everyone can experience it. It's a great gift. Are there some type of mothers, though, that may have more of a struggle, I don't know, even recognizing that bond? Because, you know, you hear some women, especially when you're pregnant, you're like, oh, I'm bonding with my baby. It's this best experience ever. And then other women, you know, are just like, well, do we experience different levels of this bond? Yeah, I think that that's absolutely true. And I think that the key here is that we need to educate um, pregnant women, which is a wonderful thing that your show is doing, about a couple of things. And one of the most important things that we need to really educate them on um, and, and inform them on is the consciousness of the baby during the pregnancy. Oftentimes we think, the, you know, the baby's just in there, it's developing, and we really don't have um, a way to bond with the baby during pregnancy, but that's absolutely not true. Babies are very conscious of their mother's feelings. They're conscious of their mother's, um, you know, stress level or happiness level. And they're really experiencing life outside the womb before they're even born, just through their mother's feelings. Um, so if we can let moms know how conscious their babies are in utero, they have a better interest, you know, have more of an interest in tuning in to that relationship before the baby's born. Okay, and are we talking about just an emotional bond, or is there something physically happening as well? Well, most of the childbirth education in the past is focused on just that womb and the, you know, the environment in the womb, the placenta, the umbilical cord, the transfer of blood, oxygen, and nutrients. Um, And we focused a lot on that, but what we haven't focused on is, yes, it's physical connection that's happening, but there's also that deep emotional connection. So when a mother experiences stress in her life or happiness in her life, she actually has a physical um, reaction to that. You know what stress feels like. We all do. And what we have learned through science is that the placenta is actually magnifying those emotions that a mother feels and sending them to her baby through the placenta. The placenta is now known to be a communication device between mother and baby. And that's something that most mothers are completely unaware of. And so, yes, it's the physical connection where she feels the baby, you know, kicking, moving, and turning, and she can actually see, don't you love it when you see the baby um, moving in your tummy and you can look down and see that that baby is moving, but there's also that emotional connection. And so once we let women know that, they have, like I said, they have a much more um, easy time, you know, feeling connected to that baby and beginning to take steps to bond with the baby. So, Tracy, um, what exactly is happening in our bodies that um, is triggering this bond? Well, let's just think about life in general. Life is stressful, and we certainly cannot avoid all stress in life, okay? Um, and the key really isn't avoiding stress, it's managing stress. So when we, ha- we go through our daily routine and we know how busy life is today and we're so 
disconnected from our bodies in general. You know, we're not we're not having mind body spirit spirit moments all day unless we're actually making that effort to do so. So as we're going through our life um, and we're just encountering our daily lives, we're having emotional reactions to those things. You know, a coworker who maybe um, gave you a special birthday card that day and that brought you joy. Or maybe something that happened at work that didn't, you know, bring you joy. And what happens is when we have any feeling, any person who has a feeling, we actually create messenger molecules in our bodies um, that are sent. And they're, they're sometimes called um, adrenaline or um, cortisol. And those are the stress hormones. But we also have um, hormones that are related to good feelings like oxytocin. You've probably, you know, you know about that. And that can be sent to the baby as well. So it's really just about being conscious of the fact that whatever's going on in our lives is creating that little person that we're, um, that we're building for nine months. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So really getting conscious of those things, like, you know, taking time out of your day to de-stress, to unwind, to create joy, purposely planning to be around those people in your life who bring you joy, making time for them, um, making time for your partner and, um, you know, really nourishing that relationship, that benefits the baby in utero. Wow. And Tracy, you know, just wondering, um, how can you, you know, positively create more of those, those positive messenger, you know, connections? I'm, I know I've heard about <laughs> talking to your baby and singing to your baby. I mean, <laughs> does that really help? Well, those are, yeah, those are excellent ways to do that. Um, but we really encourage moms to, t- to go a step further than that. And really take um, what the late Dr. Frederick Worth called um, fetal love breaks. Um, he had a program called prenatal parenting, and he's passed on. Um, but that is what it's all about. It's really all about taking the time out of your day to go somewhere quiet, sit down, enjoy something like being in the sun or um, listening to some music that you like. Because when you create joy in your own life, that gets directly passed to the baby. Um, So it's just making little moments throughout the day and not being unconscious, you know. I think that it's so hard for most women today to take time for themselves. We we even feel guilty sometimes, don't we? Yeah. Um, yeah. When we when we say, you know what, I'm going to close my office door right now, and I'm going to I'm going to honor what my body is telling me, and I'm going to take a break here. I'm going to put my feet up, and I'm going to put my hands on my belly, and I'm going to actually think positive thoughts. I'm going to think about something happy um, that makes me feel joyful, and that's how you do it. You really have to be mindful. And um, that's what that's really why the first half of our book, The Greatest Pregnancy Ever, is all about creating a life that makes you happy, uh, you know, as a mom, as a pregnant mom, and really examining and becoming mindful and conscious of the life that you're living. So, Tracy, it kind of sounds to me like we have to take the initiative on this, right? I mean, it's really yeah. up to yeah. us to, to make this it happen. It really is. Right. You know, babies send us signals all the time, you know, their little kicks and little turns, but this is something that we do have to take responsibility for. It's definitely not something that Laurel and I did not write this book to make mothers feel guilty about um, every stress that they feel in their life or every French fry that they eat. But what we want moms to do is just become mindful um, that, you know, becoming conscious is something that you have to do yourself. And we have little suggestions all through the book on how to do that. Um, One of the suggestions and tips that I give moms all the time is to make herself a sticky note collection. Um, She can put sticky notes on her mirror where where she looks and where she gets dressed in the morning, reminding her to connect with her baby. 
Um, she can she can do all kinds of things. You can set your iPhone to remind you. You know, tell Suri to <laughs> remind you to take a lump break with your baby. So you know, sometimes we hear women say, "I just don't feel like I'm bonding with my baby. I'm just not feeling this this connection, this wonderful connection that I'm supposed to be feeling." So really, is it more about then for for those women taking more of an initiative, really applying themselves? I mean, I guess I'm just trying to figure out if there's anything that's just supposed to happen just because you're female and you're carrying a baby. Is there anything? just innate? No, you know, I don't think it's that simple. I really don't think it's that simple. And if someone isn't feeling connected to their baby, that's certainly not an indication that there's anything wrong with them or that they should feel guilty about. What it probably means, Sunny, is that they need to take more time for themselves. Oftentimes when we don't feel connected to the baby or our partner or, you know, and we're not feeling happy in our lives, it's hard to feel connected. And, you know, you mentioned earlier um, when you were talking about the news about um, some people might not have planned their pregnancy. And the reality is that 50% of women today don't plan their pregnancy. Wow. And because most of these babies, come, you know, that doesn't mean they're not wanted, though. Sure. Um, you know, it, it, it's just a surprise to a lot of people. And that means that mom has probably a lot of kind of um, deep internal looking that she needs to do into her life because now she's bringing a child into the world and she may need to make some changes, you know, that... And that's normal. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You know, we hear a lot about uh, mother's instinct, and I feel like this is somehow tied to that. Like, you hear it a lot when people are trying to figure out, oh, am I having a boy? Am I having a girl? And they're like, well, mm-hmm. what is your body telling you? So is that tied into this at all as far as having a bond with your baby? You know, if you have a greater bond with your baby, do you have more of that mother's instinct? That's really interesting, Sunny, because uh, one of the things that's so fascinating to me is that when we were researching for our book, we came across a really great study that was done over in Europe, and um, it, they looked at mother. They did some testing with expectant mothers throughout the first trimester, second trimester, and third trimester. And what they did was they showed um, faces to these pregnant women, um, and they were just different people's faces. And what they found that was so fascinating to me was in the third trimester, when they showed these same faces of just random people to these pregnant mothers. The pregnant mothers in the third trimester became super, super um, tuned in to any sign on those faces of aggression or anger or stress. They could point out with just amazing accuracy which people um, showed any kind of little sign of stress or um, anger, you know, hostility on their face that they never saw in the first trimester. And what was fascinating to me about that is that how many of us know that's true? You know, how many of us during our pregnancy suddenly decided that we weren't going to be friends with a certain person or that we didn't want (laughs) a certain family member to come around our child or that we suddenly needed to move to a new environment, right? Um, And that is amazing. You know, for so long we've told pregnant women, oh, you're so sensitive, it's just because you're pregnant, and it was almost like a negative thing. Now what we know is that nature's designed to protect that baby. And I, I just... Did you hear how excited I got? (laughs) (laughs) I I did a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so what I'm trying to say is our instincts are super, you know, tuned in when we're pregnant. And that's a good thing. Um, And, you know, the more a mother does bond with her baby and takes that time out of her very busy life to just spend time thinking positive things and doing things that bring her joy, the more she's going to feel connected to that baby before the baby's even born. Great advice. Okay, Tracy, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to explore all the ways mothers-to-be can better bond with their babies prior to giving birth. We'll be right back.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Welcome back. We are talking with Tracy Wilson-Peters. She has a book that's out that's called The Greatest Pregnancy Ever, Keys to the Mother-Baby Bond. And in this section of our interview, we're going to talk about specific ways we can bond with our babies while pregnant. So I know, Tracy, your book, it's divided into four parts, which you say are the keys to bonding with your baby. And I I love this. The sections actually spell out the word bond. So let's talk a little bit more about these phases and how it can increase the bond between mother and baby. Absolutely. So um, the first phase is the B for bonding, and that is really the beginning. Um, and that's that's designed um, to really be pretty much the, the foundation that the whole book really rests on. And that's where we really ask mothers to um, look at their life. And that's where we talk about um, having a positive mental attitude and how that can impact your life and how that can impact the future of your parenting. Um, we talk about the keys to mindfulness, and that is so important in today's world, just being mindful, mindful of our environment and who we are, uh, you know, allowing to be in our life during our precious pregnancy and um, our mothering. Um, we also have a tool in the, in the first part of the book, which is called Conscious Agreement, and it's just a four-step process that teaches women how to, how to actually separate from anything that is causing them stress and to tune into their own consciousness and see what feels right for them when they have to make a decision. We talk about relationships a lot in the first part of the book because the relationships that a mom has really um, affect, you know, her, her child, and that's really important. So we talk about finding supportive relationships, and that's that's really the foundation of the book is that first part, the B, and that's the beginning. At what point, because I think a lot of women are probably thinking, when can my baby, when can I really start that bond with my baby? I mean, at what point is the baby old enough or mature enough um, in utero to be able to kind of react to what's happening between mother and baby? Well, babies, <laughs> from conception, okay. babies, I know that that's something that's not really out there, but from conception, babies are developing at an extremely rapid pace. Um, and the first three to eight weeks is actually when all the baby's major um, organs are forming in that first trimester. And babies are, you know, able to even respond to noises and, and all of that by the end of the first trimester. And so that, that bonding really starts early on. And babies in utero are feeling individuals versus thinking individuals. Their brains are developing. And that first part of their brain that develops is the feeling part. So even if they don't, aren't able to think and, you know, process information, they do feel the feelings that mother is transferring to them. Okay, so that's the B, the being part of it. What about the O, observing? Great. Well, that's during the first trimester, and that's what we really ask people to. We have a lot of activities in the book that really encourage moms to observe their own life, look at their job. Is this job going to be something that I can keep after I have baby? Is this job family-friendly? You know, if a job is not family-friendly during the pregnancy, if the boss is giving 
you know, the mom a hard time about her doctor's appointments, then is it going to be family friendly after I have the baby? Probably not. Um, so <laughs> there's things like that that need to be observed. How about the relationship with the partner? That's very important. So this is a time where mom can really start to observe her life and she can really start to um, think about reducing her stress and finding physical support um, for herself during that, you know, during that trimester and really setting up her life to support the kind of pregnancy that she wants to have and the kind of birth that she wants to have. Often, you know, everyone reads the book, What to Expect, right? And now there's that new movie out about it. But really, Laurel and I are on a mission to teach people it's not about what to expect. It's about what to manifest and that we as women have the power um, to create the life that we want to have. And that's, that's why we have to observe what's going on before we can change anything that needs to be changed. You know, as we're going through all of these different points, I'm wondering, you know, is it the same for women who are having their second or their third child or even, you know, like Christine here in the studio had um, twins prior to this pregnancy? I mean, do we all go through this regardless of how many children we have or the, the type of pregnancy we're experiencing? I really think that we do, and I really think that, and congratulations to Stephanie and Christine, by the way. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But, but I think that it's really important that we recognize that every baby is different, every pregnancy is different, and her world is completely different. Christine, for example, you have uh, two two-and-a-half-year-olds at yes. home, is that right? Yes, I do. <laughs> and so, so I imagine that, you know, um, you probably have a lot of joy, but you probably do have some stress that... It just comes from from having two two and a half year olds. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you you know a lot of times when we're pregnant with subsequent children, we start thinking about what we'd like to do differently. And it sounds like you're planning a home birth. Yes, um, yes. And that was something that you decided that you wanted to change. And that's absolutely great that you're just looking at you know what you want to do differently and feeling like you know you can be in the driver's seat. Yes. And I, I think, you know, and I, and I think about this baby and, you know, I think, um, well, I'll just say my, my philosophy has evolved since having, you know, my twins and I really am looking towards more holistic, more natural approaches. And so I, I guess on, you know, this pregnancy, I start thinking about, well, what, what can I do to encourage that? So absolutely. It's, it is, it is different this time. So. Yeah. Well, and that's life. You know, life is always evolving around us, and everything's always changing, and change is good, but change isn't always comfortable. Um, <laughs> and so, so yes, it, I think that, Sunny, your question was, you know, does this, does this apply to everyone? And I think it absolutely does. Okay, good. Okay, so moving on to the end, nourishing. Right. So that is really where we're talking about the second trimester. And we really talk about nourishment. And sometimes when we think about nourishment, what do we think about? Food, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and food, food is a huge part of how the baby develops and the kind of healthy pregnancy that a mom has. But we also really get into nourishing herself. And that's what we talk about seeking out, you know, the kind of care, health care provider that's going to make her feel nourished and listened to and valued, um, the kind of um, maybe even some extended health care like um, acupressure, acupuncture, chiropractic care. I really can never recommend that enough, chiropractic care, even through pregnancy. Um, but it's really, you know, nourishing um, your partner relationship as well. It's really important. I, we just talked about that 50% of babies today aren't planned. Well, that means they're not planned for the partner either, probably. And that means that partners have a lot of work to do during this nine months, and it's a great time to do it. It's much better to nourish your relationship 
during the pregnancy when you have time to talk about all the things that parents really need to kind of try to get on the same page about versus waiting until after the baby's born and, oh, well, we never talked about discipline or we never talked about your mother. (laughs) We never (laughs) talked about these things that cause couples to break up, you know. Um, And so it's really important that we look at look at our whole life and how we can really nourish all of those relationships. Okay, good. And the final one is de-deciding. Right. But we have so many things to decide during (laughs) pregnancy. It can be very overwhelming. If you just Google the word pregnancy, you get so many um, hits and it's so hard to sort through the information. And then you have all your friends telling you, you know, everything that you should or shouldn't do during your pregnancy. Really, it's about using that tool that they learned in the beginning of the book, that conscious agreement, and really looking at how does the, how do these things make me feel, right? We've all heard the word informed consent surrounding um, medical procedures, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with informed consent is it really does not go far enough um, because you can consent to a procedure or, or something in your life all day long but then feel really bad about it later on, right? Mm-hmm. right. Um, so using that conscious agreement around making decisions is what the last part of the book is about. And that's where we really talk about all the considerations that she needs to look at. Like, where is she having this baby? What, how does she feel about certain medical tests? What if an induction comes up? How does she feel about that? Um, really getting her to think through all the decisions she needs to make, breastfeeding versus bottle feeding. Um, what about, you know, daycare? What about my job? All of these things are very important. And, you know, there's the kind of things that parents can, if they don't take time to really think about the decisions that they need to make, that's where we have pitfalls. Well, I'd like to just ask our panelists here in the studio, how are you guys bonding with your babies? Um, I think I do. Maybe not every day. Maybe I should make more of a conscious effort. But, um, you know, I'm only 13 and a half weeks at this point. So, you know, I... And I know it's in there and, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to keep, you know, my moods up. Obviously, yeah. hormones have, you know, I'm just getting out of the first trimester. So, right. you know, the hormones are a little crazy. Um, <laughs> you know, and I find myself rubbing my belly even though there's really, you know, not a whole lot yeah. to rub But you know there's yet, something there. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, you know, I'm just, I'm getting more and more excited. <laughs> yeah, so Tracy, I, I know we, we briefly talked about talking to your baby and that was a good thing. Um, about rubbing your belly, because, you know, I found myself doing that throughout my pregnancies as well. Um, do babies feel that? I mean, what's the deal behind that? They don't, they don't necessarily, they, when they get a little bigger, they can feel the, the physical, t- you know, the pressure of the touch. Yeah. But, but what they feel that's more important than the actual touch of your hand on your belly is the emotions that you're releasing when you put your hand on your belly and you are releasing oxytocin, that is rushing through your system, down through the placenta into the um, baby's environment, and that baby is feeling that love. So when you're around your partner and you're experiencing um, love feelings and you're releasing um, good hormones into your system, your baby is going to connect that after birth, with, and, and he'll learn the, um, the father's voice, and it's all connected. And so um, I, I know I'm kind of going <laughs> No, that's good. That's good. It's so exciting that, you know, that you can purposely send love to your baby and that your baby is learning that he can trust this world that he's going to be born into and that the world is a loving place. So so I want to toss this over to Christine because I think your situation is really cool as far as having twins prior. And I, I want to know how the bonding has changed for you from having a singleton now from having twins prior. 
Oh, gosh. Well, you know, it, it's funny. Um, in some ways, uh, when I had my twins, I, I think I was much more conscious of having two. I mean, it was a much more medical experience as going yeah. to the doctor every two weeks. Right. Um, so, um, we, you know, that it's, it's been less hands-on. But I think, you know, I'm, I'm feeling more and I'm very aware of his, her, you know, position and where she, you know, he's kicking. And so I'm trying to visualize that, okay. you know, where the head is. And um, so I'm, I'm having fun with that. And then also, of course, since I have my girls at home, you know, I think we've really been talking so much about how this baby is going to fit into the family. So sure. not only do I have me and my husband, mm-hmm. but I have my girls, and we've talked about, well, the baby's going to do this, the baby's going to do that. And and I think it's been really fun just to um, share how what role this baby will play. And so my girls are having fun with it, and they come up and they, you know, touch my belly, and they, they kiss <laughs> my belly, and they say, baby, and you know, I think they, they, they get it generally. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's just kind of been kind of fun to be able to um, just share that with them. And so it's really, my, it's not just me, but it's, you know, I, I really do feel like I have that support in my family around me too. Yeah. Tracy, now how does that work with siblings? I mean, I guess I'm, I'm trying to figure out if the baby knows that, hey, when I come out, not only am I going to have a great mom and dad, but I got great siblings too. It works exactly the same way. And that's exactly what happens. The baby gets to know everyone that spends a significant amount of time with the mother prior to the baby being born. So if mom's around her beautiful um, two-and-a-half-year-old twins and you're hugging them and you're loving them and you're feeling that connection with those children, again, releasing a hormone into your body that's being sent to the baby so that baby's making connection um, about the siblings already. And it's so amazing. I don't think I've ever been so excited about anything in my life other than my own children. (laughs) Oh, that's great. I love it. Well, if you guys want to learn more about Tracy and her book, you can visit the episodes page on our website. Look for today's topic, which is bonding with your baby before birth. We're also going to be giving away a couple copies of her book. For more information on that, you can visit the contest page on our website. And we'll also include her book in our Amazon store. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Before we wrap things up, here are some prenatal fitness tips. Hi, Preggy Pals. I'm Lisa Druxman, fitness expert and chief founding mom from Stroller Strides, a fitness program that moms and babies can do together. I'm here to answer some of your most common questions when it comes to exercise and pregnancy. And today I'm going to answer kind of a hot topic one for me. And it's should you be monitoring your heart rate during exercise with pregnancy? So many people are thinking that they need to keep their heart rate under that 140 beats per minute. You guys, this recommendation is old. This is not part of the current guidelines. So even if your doctor has mentioned it, respectfully have them check out the latest ACOG guidelines, the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, because that recommendation was removed from the guidelines in 1994. What does your doctor recommend or what should be recommended to monitor exercise intensity? You should be using something called rate of perceived exertion or sometimes um, also a modified Borg scale. What it really is going to be is a scale of intensity with zero being nothing and 10 being the highest level. And so they want to find out how are you feeling? 
if it feels like you are able to talk as easily as I'm talking to you right now, all right, you're probably not working out very hard and probably not hard enough to get a benefit. However, if you are feeling so out of breath and it's so intense that you can't talk, well, let me tell you, that's too much for you and probably too much for your baby. So what I do recommend is that you look up a rate of perceived exertion or a modified Borg scale to figure out what's the right intensity for you. But you don't need to be looking at your heart rate because it's very inconsistent um, for moms during pregnancy because of blood volume change which is another talk in itself. So check with your doctor, check out the latest guidelines, make sure you're exercising safe so you can have a great pregnancy, a fit pregnancy. And I do hope you visit strollerstrides.com for more great information on how to stay fit throughout your pregnancy and through parenthood. And be sure to listen to Preggy Pals for more great prenatal fitness tips. That wraps up our show for today. If you have a pregnancy topic you'd like to suggest, we would love to hear it. Visit our website, preggypals.com, and send us an email. We're also looking for bloggers to join our Preggy Pals blogging team. If interested, simply fill out the form on our website. If you have any questions about today's show or the topics we discussed, call our Preggy Pals hotline at 619-866-4775, and we'll answer your question on an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening to Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. This has been a New Mommy Media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.